You're listening to Rusty's Podcast, where your questions get answered and minds opened. Here's the host, Rusty. Good morning, everybody. This is Rusty on Rusty's Podcast. I hope you are having a great Friday morning. I know I'm super excited because today it marks the end of the week. We are now on the Friday. The weekend is here. And I am so happy. Of course, the thing that frustrates me more than anything in the world was that I got off of work yesterday. And if you remember yesterday in the podcast, I had my guest star Chris with me. We were going through and asking ourselves some questions and trying to uh, answer fans' questions with different types of ones, which, by the way, were great questions. I greatly appreciated those questions, too, and thank you for submitting those questions. Um, if you do want to submit more questions to the podcast, you just go to ask.fm forward slash Rusty's podcast. We are constantly working on the podcast to make it better for you and everybody else. You'll have to forgive me for the sniffles. My allergies are kicking in this morning. Even though it's the weekend, it's 77 degrees for the high today. And we're like... I think next Thursday they were talking about how we're going to get into the low of 32 or 30 degree weather for next Wednesday or next Thursday. My allergies are like, no, please stop. It's too much. I can't handle it all. You have to give me a break, please. Zyrtec can only work so far. Allegra, help me. But other than that, though, if you guys have any problem with allergies, it's nothing new. But anyway, enough about my allergies, though. But yes, so I got off of work yesterday and, and, and I noticed that in the news that... Brian Kemp had accepted the job for governor for Georgia. And uh, I was like, okay, that's awesome. We got the information early morning and that he was going to be the governor. So I was super excited about that. But then when I learned that Stacey Abrams is not conceding, she's not giving up, she still says she's waiting for these votes to come in. And we're supposed to have an answer sometime today. I've been combing through the media trying to find all the information so that I can give you guys what my opinion or thought on the matter is and uh, everything that's going on. And, and I guess what it just frustrates me more than anything in the world, it's like, you know, he won by 64,000 votes. And her argument is, well, not all of the absentee balances and provisional balances have been counted for, but they have. Because what provisional basically does is it means that when you went in to vote, you don't have your driver's license. No way to validate who you are. So they let you vote because you have a right to vote. And then they say you have to come back within a certain amount of time frame and give us your license to validate your information. Well, even if those 22,000 provisional votes or absentee ballots, whatever you want to call them, or however you want to word them, even if they come back, and let's just let's just say that all 22,000 of them are Abrams votes, and they confirmed, they've been accounted for, whatever the situation is, there's still only 22,000. He has 64,000 ahead of her. Even if he ends up winning by one or two, that's all that matters. And in the state of Georgia, as long as he's over 50%, he's the governor. It, 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 it blows my mind. I mean, and I'm not knocking Abrams because Abrams has worked hard to get to this far. She don't want to quit. And I know it's a tenacity and it's a great tenacity to have. But sometimes you have to know when it's time to just fold it. I don't know why Kenny Rogers song. You got to know when to fold it. Know when to hold it. I don't even know why, but that that's just the way it is. You have to know when it's done, when it's over with. Be honorable. Walk away. Thank you. And then I know some people are thinking, well, but she's worked so hard, you know, and 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 we don't even know if, if uh, Kemp is the winner. 64,000 votes is the difference between the two of them. 22,000 were accounted for. They're waiting for them to be confirmed. Even if he loses those 22,000, and I know what she's thinking, they're probably hoping that it will drop him below the 50%. But you can do the math. At 64,000 votes, if 22,000 are false, 
and they get denied and he loses a few votes, you know, you're still at, what, 30? Well, yeah, 42,000 votes left. That's a big difference. But anyway, that's my opinion. I told you guys, 100% honesty, whatever you want. So anyway, moving forward on the whole political thing, because that is not my doing. You guys have got to check out Buck's podcast. Um, it's a C, you have to forgive me, I'm still trying to learn the acronym, but it's a CVFS, the podcast. You can go to their uh, anchor site, that's anchor.fm forward slash CVSF. He is going to be getting started here very soon. He has got some great views. I've talked to Buck multiple times, and um, we get into a political conversation a lot. So definitely want to go check out his podcast, and you can also check him out on Twitter at CVFSBuck. That's uh, at Charlie Victor Fox Sierra Buck, B-U-C-K. Definitely want to go check him out his page, but super excited to hear about that and see where that podcast goes. I was scrolling around on the um, on the news today. And there's the syphils again, sorry. And I was learning about this story in Dutch that's happening. Uh, this was actually written by Amanda Woods on the NewYorkPost.com. It says, a Dutch man sues to lower his age by 20 years on birth certificate. I looked at that. I'm like, wait, hold on. Did I read that right? Dutch man sues to lower his age by 20 years on birth certificate. So I went and looked at it. I thought, you know what? This might be kind of funny to read. And it says, Randy, a, ra- a Randy 69-year-old Dutch man is waging a desperate court battle to drop 20 years off his life in order to boost his chances on <laughs> I'm sorry, that still gives me a kick. On Tinder. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I don't mean to be laughing because it's really probably not that funny for the man. But Emil Radelbond, and forgive me if I am not pronouncing that correctly, 69, an entrepreneur and self-help guru, was born in March of 1949, but wants to legally change his birth certificate to show that he was born in 1969, he told the Telegraph. His comments were, I have done a doctor's checkup. And what does it show? Rattleband said in an interview with the outlet, my biological age is 45 years. When I am 69, I am limited, added Rattlebond, who voiced the character Vladimir Trunkov in the Dutch-language version of the Pixar film Cars 2. If I am 49, then I could buy a new house, drive a different car, I could take up more work. When I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, I don't get an answer. (laughs) I don't mean to be. (laughs) Oh my gosh, when I'm 49 with the face I have, I will be a luxurious position. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be laughing at this. This is not funny. This is some guy's... um... (laughs) This is somebody's life. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. In an interview with the Dutch language day Telegraph, he calls himself a young god who wanted to become a father again. He compared his situation to the plight of transgender people. Transgenders can now have their gender changed on their birth certificate, and in the same spirit, there should be room for an age change, he told the Telegraph. What I want to know is, even if you take 20 years off your life, I'm 35. If I take 20 20 years off, I'm 15. Does that mean I got to go back to school? I mean... Come on. I mean, guys, just listen to this. I mean, it's the fact of the matter that, you know, I mean, don't even get me started on the transgender. I'm not even going to get started on that because that, that's that's just, yeah. I want to take 20 years off my life so I can change on my Tinder page. Well, go ahead and put down that you're 45 on your, on your Tinder page or that you're, uh, what he said he wants to take off uh, 20 years. So, or 25 years. Yeah, 45. 
Put on 45. Go ahead. I'm 45 years old. If they believe it, then they'll believe it. When you get together and you want to live together and, and, and everything else shows that you're 45 based on what you say, that's okay. Your internal clock's going to kick out one day anyway. And she's going to be thinking, dang, he went down as a young man. <laughs> I just can't believe what this world is coming to. Oh, my gosh. This is so crazy. I'm, th- I'm going to be 15. That's it. I'm no longer 35. I am 15. I'm officially going to sue the government. For my birth certificate, I am going to be a 15-year-old man. So, mom and dad, I guess I'm moving back in with you guys now. So, God. Okay. Well, we'll be back right after this. Welcome back, folks. I hope y'all are having a good Friday morning. I hope y'all are enjoying this episode of uh, Rusty's Podcast. Uh, if you've definitely uh, not been able to check us out a lot, go on to our website at anchor.fm forward slash Rusty Podcast. Uh, good news, we are currently on, I believe it was Stitcher. Uh, I'm going to double check it real quick to make sure because I was waiting while I was on my break. I just got the information from Anchor that uh, we might have very well just been approved for another station, which is good news. I'm, I'm super happy about that. Uh, we're available on three platforms now. So, wow, that just changed then just now. We're available on Anchor, which is our mother platform, Stitcher and Pocket Cast. So if you're a fan of any one of those podcast stations, all you got to do is go on there and you just look for Rusty's Podcast and then you follow us, subscribe, and like us. Although why you want to like what's inside my head, I don't know, but people say it's contagious. So it is what it is. But anyway, moving on into our Ask segment. I'm super excited about this part because I get to answer questions and I love answering questions from my fans. So Right now, I'm going to go to our page, and I'm going to answer the questions our fans have for us. So, let's move in here. Okay, so here we go. Um, what are you confused about? Um, not really confused right now. I guess I could say if anything I'm confused about is why Stacey Abrams is replying with the way she's replying. So, um, that'll be my answer for this one, I guess, is that why is our government the way they are? And that's going to answer that question. So, hopefully I get your answer there. All right, moving on to our next question. What animal is your biggest fear? Oh, boy. This is not a good question. Uh, my uh, my wife is probably going to love this question because this, this first things first, you got to understand. Okay, I, I'm six foot three, 290 pounds. I'm a big dude, and I, and I know I am. I accept it. I'm happy with it. But you have to understand that there's a level of fear with anything. I mean, women will say it's snakes, spiders, roaches, crickets. Who knows what? I've even heard of people saying that they're afraid of frogs. Whatever. No biggie. I don't really have a fear of anything if it respects the distance between me and it. For example, if there's a spider in the corner of the wall or the corner of the ceiling, depending on the size, obviously. If we're talking it's the size of a thumbnail, I'm not worried about it. My wife, on the other hand, might say it differently. But the thing is this, is that when, when you have a fear of an animal, if the animal is coming at you, like if a lion was to charge at you, you'd be scared, right? Oh, but you look at that lion 100 yards away and you're not afraid. Or you're looking at an elephant. Elephant's fine. Oh, look at the cute elephant. It starts to charge you. What are you afraid? So the fear is something attacking you, something hurting you. And the reason why, and y'all probably thinking, Rusty, why are you going through this elaboration to answer this question? And I'm, I'm trying to build it up because if I just came out and said what my fear is, is uh, the fear of things coming at me, things uh just coming at me, attacking me, whatever you want to call it. That's my fear. And the reason why I'm saying that for is because the next animal I'm about to say that does give me a fear is the green tree frog or the brown tree frog. Any of the frogs 
that can climb up on the side of your house. Now, I know you're all laughing right now. It's okay. Go ahead and get your laughs out. Because I promise you, and my wife will have to probably get her on here one day in a podcast and have her actually, you know, say this. And this is a proof, and I'm not making this up either. Maybe she'll comment on the uh, podcast and, and make you all believe it. But I promise you, the green tree frog, I don't know what it is about that green tree frog, but it loves to jump on me. I'm not joking. I'm being dead serious with you. It just it loves to jump on me everywhere we go. My wife's like, no, it's not going to mess with you, honey. You're okay. It's fine. Okay. I walk right by it. I'm within maybe a foot and a half, two feet. The little bugger looks at me with his eyes cocked to the side. And then I'm looking at it like, you stay on that wall and we're good. Don't jump on me. And then it jumps on me every time. She thinks it's funny. She thinks it's hilarious. Every time that frog jumps on me, I promise you guys, I'm not making this up. I'm going to have to probably make a special segment one day about the green tree frog. But seriously, it jumps on me. And it just, it's hilarious. Scaring me half to death because I don't like it on me. I mean, who wants anything jumping on them? I mean, you know, it's not that great. It's not that funny. Nobody wants anything jumping on it. But my wife don't understand it. I just, I guess I'm a frog magnet. I don't know. If there's anybody out there that wants to make money on catching green tree frogs, you can come hire me. I'll be at your services. As long as you provide me with a jumpsuit and a mask and gloves. It can jump on me all at once, too. You can just get them off of me. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next question. Uh, what What's the most expensive thing you've broken? Hmm, most expensive thing I've broken. Hmm, that's actually a very good question. What's the most expensive thing I've ever broken? Hmm. Oh, I guess I could think about that time. Okay, there was a time when we actually were evacuating from a hurricane. Um, I cannot remember which one it was. It was back in the 90s. I was living with my parents then. And I was coming down the stairs. And I was so scared of this evacuation. Because mind you, we've never evacuated for a hurricane before ever. This was my first time ever experiencing it. I think I was like maybe 9 or 10. Maybe even 11. Don't quote me on the age. But I was running down the stairs with my my boombox. Now, for all you younger kids that maybe are listening to this podcast, the boombox had various types of styles and various types of uh, design features and stuff. My speakers were allowed to actually detach from my boombox. It was the coolest thing ever. I could pull them apart and put them on one end of the room and the other end of the room and then have the wires hooked up. And, excuse me. It was great. It was awesome. I love that boombox. I was running down the stairs trying to carry them into the vehicle because I was not leaving that behind. Y'all understand back then we didn't have these digital things on your phone that you listen to music on it. You had to rely on these stereos and these speakers and these boom boxes as we called them and I was running down the stairs and my handle I guess the handle broke or slipped out my hand I cannot remember the specific detail all I know is that for a matter of a few seconds time paused and I was watching that speaker fall and it was like no matter how try how fast I tried to turn to try to grab it I was not fast enough and then time felt like it just went back to normal again and then boom it fell down and it broke Oh, I was so upset about that. I will never forget how upset I was. My mom and dad were like, you should have taken your time. I was like, yep, I guess I should have. So, Well, those are good questions, everybody. Thank you all so much. And again, if you want to ask me some questions, all you got to do is go to ask.fm forward slash Rusty's podcast. And then you can actually go on there and ask me all the questions you want. And like I've said before, be very careful because you will get what you ask for. I don't hold nothing back. I'm very honest. My wife loves that, though. She said it the other night. She said, you know, I love your podcast and how you're honest and everything. I love that feature. 
I'm like, okay, what do I forget to do? But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's all the time we got left for today's podcast, everybody. I hope y'all have a great weekend. I hope y'all have a great Friday. Uh, remember to share this podcast with your friends and family if you like what you hear on here. And don't forget to, um, this is my mind. I'm opening it up for you guys. So if you want to catch a glimpse on the inside of my mind, you might have your minds open too. You never know. But thank you all again for listening to the podcast. Y'all have a great Friday. We'll be back here again on Monday. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for listening to Rusty's podcast. And don't forget to follow our podcast.